Why can't we live forever? Would you really want to? Can You Tell Me Why is a podcast series by the University of Wollongong that finds surprising answers to difficult questions. We tap into the bright minds of UOW experts and take a hard look at the big issues around drugs, crime, robots, immortality and much more. All eight episodes of Series 1 are available now. Can You Tell Me Why? A podcast by the University of Wollongong. You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, we're back. Welcome to Hello Sport 99. Oh, holy shit. It's getting very close to 100. Hello Sport, sports podcast, unwavering bias and unqualified opinion. Correct. I'm here with Eddie Simpson. How are you, mate? I'm very well, Tom. Been Pleasure another... to be here. A uh, bit of an homage to Warney, I think, 99. You know what? It, it might just be the Warn podcast. Don't you think so? Forever 99. Forever 99. Also Bradman. Yeah. Bradman and, and, and Shaq, the two, the two greats. The two dons of fucking cricket. I think they can, they've can they earned this sort of, uh, you know, in honour of. Yes, in honour of. The two greatest cricketers to have ever graced the earth, Tom. Yes. Uh, so, 99, podcast 99, in honour of Shane and the Don. Uh, yeah. You're welcome, boys. Yeah. We're going to have them both on as guests, but busy schedules. Busy schedules, Tom. Clashing of schedules and one obviously Look, being we're, dead. We're all busy. We're all busy We're people. all busy people. You can't just expect the Don to come down from heaven to grace a podcast. Not when he's captain of the Heaven 11. No, exactly. You can't expect he's batting three at Heaven 11. First drop. So, look, I mean, as I've said, Warney's busy. Warney's between here and London. We've got things on. Warney's got got a bit on, to be honest, which we're going to touch on in terms of the the future of cricket broadcasting in this fine nation of ours. Warney, as we predicted... Uh, literally the epicenter of every single, of almost a bidding war, already between um, Fox, and, Fox and Seven and Channel Nine and Channel Nine. But we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, uh, Fox to- have named a face as well of uh, of their of their coverage. They've they've made a be a coup, a signing. Uh, we'll, we'll get, get to, to we'll get into that. Um, bit of American sports this week. Well, you know what? You got to spread your flavor around when there's flavor around. Look, we spread it, Tom. We spread it better than anyone else. Exactly. And if there's if there's something that takes our eye, then we're going to yarn about it. So that's going to be NBL and NFL doubling up. It's not often you get a sort of a, an American sports fruit salad, as it were. Mm. Uh, but we'll touch on both those. NFL draft, obviously, with a man mountain Australian getting picked up. And then the NBA draft just littered with... Uh, sorry, not the NBA draft. The NBA finals littered with Australians. Oh, they're everywhere. It's a real Australian flavour. It's in a America. who's who. It's a who's who of Australian greats. So we'll touch on that. Eddie, I'm... I know you and I have been a little hard on Manly the last couple of weeks. Well, rightly so. Rightfully so. But I'm now getting sick of all this bloody hoo-ha, and I'm, I'm coming into bat from a little bit. I, just, I, just, I'm, I think it's time to put the feet down, the foot down, move on, and, and just stop with all this bullshit, because there's a lot of panic and hysteria out there from, from thirsty journos with an agenda, and I've had enough of it. So I think sure. we'll touch on that. Sure. I think it's time we get into it, though, Eddie. I'm really excited to rip into 99 with you. Okay, Eddie, so obviously for anyone that uh, was maybe living under a rock, metaphorical otherwise. Well, yes, yes. Manly's been in a bit of turmoil at the moment. Uh, you know, we've got injuries aplenty. Uh, we've had the Jackson Hastings debacle. We've, you know, we've been up in Gladstone strip clubs. Well, and it's the, the DCE like. debacle the as DCE well. I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't lump the debacle in its entirety under young Jackson's No, but he's a part shoulders. of the debacle. But he's, he's part of it. He's part of the debacle. Cherry, so part of the debacle. Oh, absolutely. And so is the alpha male Trent Barrett. Yes. Is he an alpha anymore? No, okay, look, he is still an alpha male. Please, in the Telegraph today, Buzz Rothfield 
This is on a Monday, punters and dribblers. Buzz Rothfield has just continued his assault. He's obviously got Jackson Hastings in an interview with him like a week ago. So he is literally all over Hastings' PP right now. Just, mm. just backing this guy to the hilt. Mm. Now, while still I'm, more, still everything Hastings because he, he was he was crappy on about it over the weekend. Well, he hasn't stopped, mate. And look, Hastings was banished back to Blacktown yeah. uh, for potentially the remainder of the season. Sure. Uh, look, I wasn't complete. I didn't really have too many issues with that. He's a bit of a fuck with by reports. Well, look, I mean, we don't we don't, we don't grace training weekly. We don't, we're not into the we're not there to see how he. We is. don't know how it works at an operational level. No, from all I've heard. Um, can get flustered, but can show signs of brilliance as a footballer. Tom, oh, oh, yeah, he can play. But I do know that he's on big money. Yes, he's on three forty. Yeah, something like that, which is a lot of coin, so particularly look, when you're only getting what ninety percent of the salary cap anyway. Well, yeah, because we're already down eighty percent. But look, Trent said that there's every chance that he won't come back because it, because this wasn't the first time incident with the cherry with with Cherry Evans, the, mm. the blue. Yeah. Now, obviously, on the weekend, Lachlan Croker at Manly's five eight goes down with a. ACL season ending, so obviously, uh, yeah. We're so have... we're in a we're in a pickle. We're in a pickle. We're bringing him back. Fuck mm. it. So Buzz is like, oh, look who's back in the picture. Well, yeah, Buzz, because our fucking five eight yeah, went yeah. down with an not ACL. Be, not, not because of the article you wrote. No, it, 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 you clearly our bloody star five eight went down with an ACL injury, and now times have changed. Things have changed. We got to do it. But Buzz just keeps going on with this shit about Manly's culture. I mean, uh, you mean the culture that. That that birthed the decade of dominance. Well, that's what I mean, Eddie. Because when you think about it, and 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 when 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 maligning Manly's culture, just constantly pointing to the fact that they went to a strip club in Gladstone. Now, I would have thought, and I may be wrong, that a night out with the boys at the strippers after a tough loss. When when did that stop two, being celebrated? Tom? When when did that become something that the Australian culture turned their collective noses up at? I thought that was a bloody good night. Well, I thought that was an Australian night. Well, I thought Cherry. I can see Cherry Evans here going, "Okay, look, we've had a tough loss, a close loss to the Titans." I'm skipper. I'm going to rally the boys. We've got to come together as a as a team, as a unit. And Tom, go and see some titties. Yes, you're not going to bond any better than than over a pair of breasts, pair Tom. of titties, and some Jaeger bombs. One of the great bonding sessions of all time is is to is to gather communally around breasts. Exactly. Tom. Throw some dollars around. It's, I mean, it's age old. It's age old. The oldest profession in the world and I have, is, is, you know. Well, we're not, we're not necessarily saying. Well, that. look, I'm not saying that. We're not saying the. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a diet coke version. Yeah, I don't mind you having a coke zero. Yeah, it's a zero. It's but, a coke zero, but it's in and around that world. Yeah, yeah, coke it's zero. in and around that world. And Eddie, I hear it on good authority. And remember, take everything we say with a grain of salt. Well, we preference, preference. Preface. Preface that. Thank you, Podcast. Every podcast. We don't know anything. We know nothing. But I do have it on good authority that the decade of dominance for the Manly Seagulls was littered with bonding sessions at strippos. Mm. Well, of course they were. Why do you think they went so Where do you reckon they pulled two rings out from? Yeah. uh, And you know why they dropped the third? Because Wolfman didn't go. Refused to go. Refused to go to the strippos. Refused to bond. And look what happened. Refused to bond. Couldn't catch a ball. So... I just think that this whole this culture is, thing is just a but, little bit... It's like, no, is, we're just not playing well. But this is where I arrived to with the alpha male. Surely the alpha male knows what's good for bonding. Surely he knows. Yeah, but look, I mean, he probably knows what's good for bonding and he's maybe had a lapse in judgment by telling the boys not to go out. But I don't think... I mean, are we really, are really going to start turning our nose up at an unblemished career of an alpha male rugby league player and coach? Like, do we think he's that bad? Or do we just think that... 
in every in every walk of life, you know, you maybe make some bad calls. I'm not asking him to get sacked, Thomas. No. Far from it. I'm just saying a man of his stature, of his worth, should have should have he should've, should've probably known a little better. Yeah, he should have known the the sort of the the healing and community nature that one can get from seeing a pair of titties. That's right. At a Gladstone bar. That's right. Having a couple of Jaeger bombs with your mates. That's correct. A couple of rumbos. Yeah. A few rums, a few whistles. At the end of the day, I agree with you, Tom. We're just not playing well. That's all it is. It's it's just a team that isn't playing well. But that's I can take not playing well and people going, oh, mate, Manly's playing shit. Again, Buzz Rothfield going, no one turned up to the game, not even their most ardent supporters. Yeah. Because it what, was cold. It was bitterly cold. There was a bit of rain on the yeah, way. It was Saturday night. That's what happens when your team's playing like shit. You don't watch them. <laughs> Mate, this argument that fans turn up rain, hail or shine even if their team's fucked is is rubbish. It doesn't stack up. 5,000 people turned up on Friday night to the Manly game and they're the people, they're the ardent supporters you're talking about that didn't go. Because I'm not going to a rainy fucking Brookvale Oval game when we're 2-6 and six or whatever it is. Mm, mm, I'm not mm. going to that. I'll go on a Sunday Arvo. Oh, you in HD light when it's looking gorgeous. Yeah, I'll go in HD light all day long. But Boys I'm, have got I, a hum on. But I'm not going. I'm not going in the cold and the wet and the wind. I watch it at home. Absolutely, happily. of course I watch it at home, Buzz. Don't be mad. But I'm not. I'm not dragging my ass off the couch when I've got a blanket on. I've got Uber Eats on the way, champion. Do you know what I mean? Wake up to yourself. For God's sake, man. He's too old, Buzz. And look, I respect it. Like he's a respectable journalist, and you can't take that away from. Him. But I feel oh. like he's a little bit detached from the youth well, he's getting, of today. He's, he's getting old. He's getting old. He's getting real old. Sometimes I'm not sure if he's awake when I see him on TV. Yeah, look, Buzz, he, he's slipping. He's slipping. Those articles say to me he's slipping. And I mean, he's a Cronulla fan. I don't know if he's still if he's still dirty about well, some Cronulla of those old aren't doing too well either. Champion. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you know, adjust, adjust. You want to talk about club culture? Your star fullback got caught doing cocaine after winning the grand final. I mean, Seems like a pretty good culture to me. Um, <laughs> if he's getting the grand final, so the CEO. Yeah, look. I don't think he knows what culture's about anymore, Buzz. No. I think his culture was in the, in the back in the day. I think he's, he's, he's 1940s culture. That sort he's, of like, that. he's like sort of post-war yeah, culture. Yeah, post-war, post-war when they, culture. When people used to go to dances and stuff, you know what I mean? That's it. You used to like wear your best bow tie and suit yeah, out yeah. to a Go Saturday your, night. Put your bow to back on, Buzz. Yeah, when you, you wear it to the movies, you know what I mean? Bow tie put, to, the, to the pictures. Put your bow to back on, mate. Too old. yourself. Manly too old, fine. too old. You know Ponga's leading the Dally M's? I'm pretty sure Ponga is leading the Dally M's. Well, that's probably got something to do with the fact that he's literally considered the most prestigious, prodigious talent, rather, to ever come through... Australia's youth setup. Yeah, I mean, if as a as like nation, our nation's reserves of talent. Of talent, he uh, could literally do anything. He had AFL, rugby union, probably cricket. Probably he won. He was good at golf. He's good at golf. Oh, he could pull, Tom. Yeah, yeah. He could he could pull and cut with the best of them. With Ricky, he probably played off one or two in golf. I mean, I'm just guessing, but I'm probably I'm, he'd be off single figures. Yeah, hundred percent. He would he'd be yeah. off single figures. Yeah, yeah. He could have turned could have turned pro. Born in Western Australia, he would have been a midfielder or something. I don't know. Well, not, AFL's not my cup of tea. No, no, let's punish dribblers, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lower myself to that level to try and you know guess positions. No, let's not pretend like we even know, we we know anything. But what about I do AFL. know, what I do know for a fact is he's he's he is so special, so special, and it just I just find it so perplexing, Tom, that the Cowboys didn't play him last year. Well, it might have give you some idea of why they're so shit this year. Just having him at the club may have made him better. A rising tide, was it? A rising tide lifts all boats, Eddie. And to have someone like Tonga, 
rising as the tide lifts all the boats at the Cowboys. Yeah, all the boats were lifted. But now, now, now it's the Knights' boats that are being lifted. Oh yeah, well they're doing all right. They're, they're doing in the right. top eight. Yeah, they, well I mean they're doing well. They're doing, mate, they're doing great. Three spoons on the trot to be in the top eight. Yeah, I mean Manly's no chance of the spoon, are we? I wouldn't have thought so, Eddie. I just don't think it's in our culture. Buzz Rothfield. Eddie, friend of the show has achieved an amazing milestone this week. And we've always... When you've got a real friend of the show, you've got you to wrap them up deluxe when they do something good. Now, in our very first Hello Sport podcast, which we never released, uh, we spoke to um, Rugby World Cup hero Sam Carter. Friend of the show. Captain of the Brumbies. Wallabies representative. Uh, mm. All-round good guy. Every bit of six foot five, uh, sex. As far as a rugby union player goes, very good looking. Well, well, I mean, classically it, handsome. Um, I don't think I'm throwing it around too loosely when I'd say sex symbol. Sex symbol, rugby union sex symbol. Certainly yeah. in Canberra. Oh, he's a he's an ACT sex. He's symbol. He's an ACT sex symbol from way back. Without question. Without question, he played a hundred super. His hundredth super rugby game on the weekend for the Brumbies. One club player, oh. sexy as fuck. Oh, doesn't that warm the Captain. heart? Captain. Everything you want from a man. Inspiration. Doesn't, doesn't that warm the heart, Tom? It absolutely warms the heart. Congratulations, Carts. Warms my heart. Rugby World Cup hero. We're very proud of you here. Oh, couldn't be prouder. Thanks for thanks for your support. Gets a VB this oh, week. Oh, yeah, he gets a VB, all right. Gets a Victoria this week, the big fella. Or is, or, or whatever the ACT equivalent is. And, and just pour one all over you for good measure. All over you. And then when we see you next, we'll pour one on you as well. Yeah, just, just pour it all over you. 100 games, Eddie. Big milestone. Grueling Big super milestone. rugby. Oh, it's a grueling season. He's got to go to a bloody the Hagararis in Argentina. He's got to go up to Japan. He's got to go over to South fucking Africa. South Africa to New Zealand. I mean, he's playing a shitload of rugby union against some big, thick, physical boys, Tom. Big, Let's not forget boys. that. Big no. physical fuckers. Big thick. physical. Love contests. Love contact. Love to get over that ad line. I mean, he's out there putting his body on the line every week, Tom. So, I mean, he's earned a big VB show. Yeah, he's earned a big VB. So, Sam Carter. Congratulations to the to the bloody... 100 gamer. To the big 100 gamer, to the sex symbol of the ACT. <laughs> uh, enjoy a couple on us, mate. So, look, we don't talk a lot of American sports on the Hello Sport podcast. Well, not historically, Tom. But you know what? If there's something to be spoken about, then we, we won't ignore it. We won't shy away from well, it. Well, we represent the punter and the dribbler, Tom. I mean, I think that's yeah. pretty. That's a pretty fair comment, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it is. And, and largely the punter and the dribbler. Largely, I mean, there's been calls for more American sport, but a couple of punters in, in particular. Yeah, but largely not really our cup of tea. Well, that's because, you know what? I don't trust. I don't trust people that take American sports too seriously. Like, if you like NBA, that's cool. If you also like love NFL, and then you're also really into baseball, I just don't buy it. I think you're into just like wearing jerseys and shit a bit too much, and you and need like to relax. Flat hats and shit. Flat hats and all that bullshit. Like, it's all right if you like them, but just relax. Don't ram it down my throat. You know what I mean? It's not like, all of them. Not all of them. One off, yeah, cool. You know, here and there, I'll glance at the Super Bowl for sure. I might, you know, like watching a bit of NBA here. I certainly, I went for Golden State, but I'm like, I think a punter and dribbler is now going for Philadelphia because of Ben Simmons. 
Well, you'd fucking better be. If you they're worth I mean? their salt, Tom. If they if they wear their bloody their country, their nation on their sleeve, then yes, that's it. That's more what it is. I don't trust a punter and dribbler who isn't now going for Philadelphia. Yes, I think that's a better way of of, of wrapping that up. I yes. think that's a better way to call it. If yeah. you're still ardently supporting like the the bulls or something, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You're not you're not allowed to anymore. No. You're not allowed to unless you were born in American City or you live there. Like you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't pick one team over Ben Simmons. No, he is the team you go for. He, but he's, you know, why he's the team you go for? Because he is the team, and he's yeah, he's fucking hectic. He's fucking, he's like you know, like Embiid's sick. He's good, but like cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Ben Simmons is the glue, bro. Oh, yeah. You know oh, what I mean? He's being, mate, he's getting compared to LeBron now. We've got an Australian being compared to LeBron. It's not just a Patty Mills. Mate, he's a, he's a, what is he, a 6'10 point guard? Yeah. And look, this isn't me knocking your Patty Mills, your Joe Ingles, your Aaron Baines, except, no, except for Aaron no, Baines. No, they're great boomers, Tom. They're, they're great, great boomers. Hey, they're boomers, mate. And I, we love a boomer. Oh, we love a boomer. We get around boomers, but no one is a Ben Simmons. No, 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 no. So we now support Philly. Yeah. Like, this guy could be... Anything. It could be anything. It could be literally anything. It could be anything. Imagine if we had the next LeBron in Australia. In Australia. And you know what I love about him, Tom? You know what I love about him? Is he gets asked all the time by fucking dumb yank journos. They're always like, you know, have you ever considered, like, would you play for the dream team? Like, in the, uh, coming yeah. up. And he's like, he goes, no. he goes, can you guys stop asking me that question? I have to answer that question all the time. The answer is no. I'm Australian. I was born in <laughs> Australia. I'm Australian. Like, I'll... I'll be playing for I the will, Boomers. I will die in Australia. I'll be playing for the Boomers. I, I was the recipient of the prestigious Young Gays Award. Exactly. I'm a Gays Award winner. I'm a Boomer through and through. Mm. Stop with these fucking questions yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to get me over to play for the Dream Team. Yuck. What an American name as well, the Dream Team. Oh, Fuck off. God, couldn't think of anything worse. No. Time. So if you're not going for Philadelphia and Ben Simmons, then... You are no longer a friend of the show. Turn it off and go fuck yourself. Uh, yeah, I mean, pending rookie of the year, they they take on the Celtics today, tomorrow, well, Wednesday, today for the punter. Tuesday, tomorrow, but yeah. today for the yes, punter. Yes, um, and look, I I fully expect them to sweep them and just carry on their carry merry on their merry way to maybe a ring. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> look at little look. look. It might be a little early in the process. Of course it is. But he's an Australian. He's a boomer. But, but I mean, we've, ju- we've just touched on fairy tales. They happen. They happen, all right. They Imagine happen. this. Imagine him etching his name into history. Uh, but we digress. Well, that was NBA, essentially. That was the NBA. Well, I just wanted to talk Ben Simmons for a it little bit. It was really bit. just no, a bit no, of no, ben it's not actually. It's not actually. I've got some stats for the punter and the dribble. Oh, a little bit of LeBron. We wanted to talk some LeBron. One goat to another. Yeah, if we can. Well, one. This is this is so, an emergent goat. Yeah, yeah. Well, so from from an LeBron's emergent, prodigy to yeah, LeBron. Yeah. From the apprentice to the master, yes. so to speak. Yes. Um, LeBron literally carried the Cavs to a game seven win over the Pacers mm. today. Literally carried them. I've got some stats that I thought the punter and the dribbler might want to get around. Well, certainly if you're like me and Eddie and you might find yourself in an NBA conversation where you're a little out of your depth. Yeah. Think of these as some stats you can drop in guilt-free to maybe make yourself seem a little bit more legit. Drop them in guilt-free. Yeah. I mean, have them on Hello Sport. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, if you want to drop our podcast name and just, you know, get the word out there, (laughs) by all means. But if not, just just use them at your own, you know, disposal. So, so listen, he's 33 years old, LeBron. He's no spring chicken, Tom. Yet also not that old. No, but I mean, I'm, I'm talking in NBA terms. Yeah, right. He's getting on. He's getting on. Late you know pace. what I mean? 
Uh, the fir- it was today, the first time in uh, LeBron's career, right, he won an NBA playoff series when none of his teammates scored more than 20 points in Jeez. any of the seven Ever. games. In any of the seven any games. any of the seven games. None of his teammates scored more than 20 points. Wow. LeBron did it all by himself. He had 45 points today, right? So he averaged 34.4 points over the seven games, 10.1 rebounds and 7.7 assists. It's the fifth playoff series in which James has averaged at least 30 points, 10 rebounds and seven assists per game. No one else has done that. He's done that five times. Wow. No one else has averaged 30, 10, 7. No one else. No one. Not even MJ. Not even MJ. And also... It was the 20th time that LeBron has been the outright team leader in points, assists, and rebounds. 30th? 20th. Oh, 20th. So he averaged more points, more assists, and more rebounds than anyone else on his team. Jesus Across Christ. the whole series. That's the 20th time he's done that. The next best is Tim Duncan with six. Holy shit. So I just thought we should, you know. We'll drop that in. I just thought I'd drop in some numbers and some figures. LeBron's still fucking dominant as shit. He's still dominating. There's no no sign of slowing down in the other. Like, he basically, he could have played out there with you and I and a couple of punters and a couple of dribblers, and he would have, the, Mate, the result would have been the same. We could have had a bloody final series victory. The result would have been the same, is what those numbers are telling me. Well, let's not sell ourselves short either, though. Eddie, you and me are pretty hot from... From the top of the key, from uh, beyond the arc. Well, from beyond the arc, we've we've been known to get hot from oh, time to time. Tom, I've been so hot from beyond the arc. Well, I mean, back in Bathurst, back in Bathurst, <laughs> we were. We, I mean, we were approached we were, to play first division. Turned it down. No, well, I'm not playing for fucking match fees, Tom. Now I think it's just time to. So obviously, we've had this uh, this Australian rugby league player get picked up in the uh, NFL draft, mm. Jordan Maylata. Mm. Maytala, I don't know. Big so, fucker. Uh, 160 kegs. Uh, can run the 40-yard dash in five seconds, which I think puts him in the top five for people players in his position in the whole fucking draft. Mm. Built like a brick shithouse. Big ball. Um, never, played a, never played a snap of NFL in his life. but Not a snap. Not a snap. Never. I, I, uh, watched, snapless. Snapless. Snapless debutant. Snapless draftee. Where's I, he from, this ball? Mate, he played South's under-20s. I've seen him play. Is he a New South Welshman? Yeah, I think so. Or is he an Islander? No, well, he's an Islander. You can be an Islander and a New South Welshman. No, but, uh, does he, but is he from... Was he born in Australia? Well, of course you can. Yes, I believe he was born in Australia. That's where I'm, getting, that's where I'm going with it. I believe he was born in Australia. Uh, but many said too big for NRL. So he's fucking huge, right? Too big? Yeah, because... Well, not agile enough? Well, no, he's agile, but... Uh, because the NRL's interchange has gone down to eight and could potentially go down to six, mm. you, the endurance... Doesn't have the motor. Doesn't have the motor. He's too fucking big. So it's the NFL's kind of perfect for him because he can just get his power game on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Short bursts. Yeah, yeah, Alpha stuff. Yeah, alpha stuff. I get that. Um, but him being drafted had me just having a run of my eye over some of the draftees. And, you know, when an Australian sort of does something anywhere in the world... Uh, then it just you you can't you can't miss it in Australia. We pick no. it up. Everyone's a fucking NBA expert. Everyone's a draft expert. Here I am talking about his fucking forty yard dash times. Like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Well, you you you're well learned. Yeah. So, well read, sorry. So just a little game I wanted to play with you. We don't do games very often. 
on no, the Hello Sport podcast. No, but we've, we've been known to muck around. We've mucked around with the game or two. We have a zest for life that certainly, <laughs> you know, would, would work well in a game space. Partners well with games. Yes. So I'm just going to read you out some names, and you have to tell me whether they're real NFL draftees or fake. Okay. Okay, sure. There's sure. a few here. We'll just roll through them. Try keep a number account of the how many you got right. Yep. Can't wait. Hercules Mata'afa. He, yep, true. Boom. Correct. Yes. Dyson Vac. <laughs> False. Correct. <laughs> Kiki Kuti. False. True. <laughs> Kiki Kuti. Yeah. Bookie Bookie Shavante. <laughs> False. False. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Devin Sambo. <laughs> False. <laughs> um, Cherry Daiquiri. <laughs> False. <laughs> um, Breland Speaks. Breland Speaks. What the... F- True. True, correct. Equinemius St. Brown. True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Coco Vanderway. True. <laughs> no, she's a tennis player. Oh, right. um, Hoyt Bell Pepper. False. Fucking Bell Pepper. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Where did she come up with these names? <laughs> Contavia Street. False. True. Contavious. Contavious. See, the street threw me because I, I was thinking if you're going to be called Contavious, she must have a fucked up last name as well. Yeah, no. And Very I enjoyed that inspiring. game. Yeah, that was a nice little no, game. No, I enjoyed that game, and I, I hope the punter and the dribbler yeah. enjoyed it too. A little bit of a game. I hope you were playing at home. Yeah, I hope you were playing at home. I didn't get many wrong. No, you you went all right. Look, I'm I mean, pretty good. I, I, mean, certainly, yeah. I went hard on the names. Yeah, but look, I'm pretty I'm pretty good in and around that world, Tom. Yeah, you are. Look, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that, Tom. Uh, and I don't think you can cover American sports much better. No, I don't think so, especially in Australia, where we don't really care about American sports. So let's move on. Let's... All right, Eddie, so we've already covered off on, obviously, the cricket is no longer at Channel 9. It is going. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Um, But Fox Sports, who are going to be hosting the cricket, along with Channel 7, have announced their big off-season signing, who is, by all reports, set to head up the Fox Sports cricket coverage. Now, we called this fucking almost a month ago. Yeah. We sort of predicted it. Maybe people heard maybe the right people at Fox heard this podcast and sort of took our advice. Well, I think I think there's every chance the right people heard. Yeah. But Adam Gilchrist, Gilly, the the great man, has been named to essentially take over this the central commentary position for the future of cricket. So he'll I mean? be taking over from Well, the Mark Nicholas, the Richie. No, the the, who's of, at Fox now? Oh, like Brendan Julian. Brendan Julian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's sort of the head of. He's sort of heading things up there now. But yeah. It's, but look, and it's, all, it's certainly a beta version of what it will well, be. Well, like full respect to, to Brendan Julian, but that the position requires a sort of a cricketer steeped in far more esteem and mystique than than Brendan Julian. And I don't yeah. mean that in any other. Well, it it, 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 it needs someone like like Adam Gilly. Gilchrist. Well, you know? if it's a, if it's the look, greatest, the greatest, the greatest wicket keeper potentially. Wicket keeper back, revolutionized the wicket keeper yes, position. Yes, he changed cricket. He Tom. changed cricket. And now he might change commentary, so who knows? But I think when, 
you know, as we've sort of touched on, cricket's been through a dark time recently. Eddie. Oh shit, yeah. Oh and shit, yeah. You, the job of being in the central commentary position, I think, requires a man of uh, of of uh, pure intention, honest integrity. Well, there's no one more uh, revered, I suppose, from a from an integrity, integrity from an integrity standpoint than than Gilly. I wouldn't have thought. No, the Walker, the Walker. I mean, he's golden all the way through. Tom. That's it. He's, he's unblemished. He's unblemished. And in these blemished cricketing and times, yes, you, I think it was important that we picked a man that was without blemish. Without question. Without question, blemish-free. Couldn't have agreed more, Tom. Couldn't so, agree more. It was really nice to hear that. Happy for Gilly. Excited to see how you do it, mate. Uh, Fox Sports, you're welcome for our advice. We charge nothing. We are Well, just, not yet. Not yet. Better get in while the getting's good, Fox Sports. That's it. Because that's going to cost you a hefty fine moving forward. That's it. That's our intellectual property you use. Yes, you've taken our IP, but that's fine. Uh, look, at this early stage in our career, even though we're atop the heap, we just want to see the game get better. Well, I think no. I think what it is, Tom, is we're atop the heap. We're not, we, you know, we're, we're not. I wouldn't say we're early in our in our careers. Certainly reflected by the fact that we're atop the heap. I think it's more that in these dark times, you know, you've, everyone's got to pull their weight. Yes, everyone in the nation needs to, to pull, pull their weight. Yes, we need to pull together as one unit. Strength, unity, strength. And I think that it was our way of helping the game out during its dark times. That's and it. that's what we are. We're, we're a voice of reason. Yeah, we're a voice of 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 rash of rationality of, of rationality and logic. Yes, you could almost say uh, unqualified opinion and wavering by bars. Yeah, well, you could say that. You could say that, that's and you'd be right. That's what we're prepared to give to the game. See the game get better. Yeah. So, look, thank you for for heeding our advice, Fox Sports. You're welcome, Adam. Now, is there a bidding war going on between Shane Keith? Yes. It so is. again, sparked on by this podcast and our sort of our uh, call for. A, not not a dollar to be spared in the luring of Shane Keith Warren to the cricket coverage, either at Seven or at Fox. Mm. I don't care. No. But no Open dollar. the coffers. Open the coffers. Throw the kitchen sink at him. Throw everything you've got. And, again, people heeded our advice. And right now there is a three-way bidding war. And Shane is not uh, – Shane is very comfortable in a three-way. He's been in many. Well, so, he's well. That's well documented. Well, this is actually a four-way. Well, it's Shane and, and three suitors, and they're off, but they're often celebrated. His three ways, yeah, and this well, he's celebrating this one as this well. This could be the most celebrated three-way, four-way Shane's ever been in. Mm. He's got Channel Nine, Channel Seven, and Fox Sports, the pay TV giant. Could all he not? In his bed. Could he not do Channel Nine and Fox and Seven? Because Nine have only got. Don't nine, nine only have, have got one more Ashes in England? And yeah, then got but that's going to be that, But that's during the middle of the year. Yeah. Oh, but Fox would cover the whole thing. Possibly they wouldn't cover the Ashes. The Ashes is ex- the Ashes in England exclusively for nine. Yeah. So why couldn't he do both? Well, maybe he could, Eddie. Maybe there's some sort of deal that they're going to go here. Like you know, this is a this is a. And look, let's be honest with this. Shane is probably the best person to be negotiating such a three way. Yeah. I mean, he's got the experience, Tom. He's, he can go, look, you know what? I might dabble over here and start doing some dirty deeds with Fox Sports. For a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, Channel 9. I'm over here yeah, keeping yeah, you going. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'm keep working you, going. you over yeah, here. Yeah, Don't you yeah. worry about that. And then, oh, Channel 7, want me to come do some one days or some big bash? Yeah. And, and, and Fox Sports well. and Channel 9, you look after each other and I'll be with 7. That's and, it. Then, and then 7. You, you two know, settle yeah. each other. 7, then 7, seven and seven, Fox. I'm know, back to Fox. Yeah. Now he's on 7. Now he's in Fox, then 7. 7, Fox. 7, Fox. 
He's just doing what he knows to do best. Well, it's in his blood. It's in his DNA, Tom, and he's been doing it for for for, for decades, rather. Yeah. So, I mean, there's no better man to be in that position. Um, well, congratulations to Shane. Because, I mean, a man, the man loves a three-way. And Where do you reckon like he'll go? It. Where's your gut? Fox. That's your gut? Fox, just do everything better. Let's be honest. They do rugby league better than Channel 9 do now, whether you like that or not. The only thing that I really like about Channel 9 is Rabs. He's Rabs. But he doesn't call that many games anymore. He's only doing I'll be honest with you. I watch Fox over 9. Yeah, well, because you know that Rabs 99% of the time isn't going to be doing it. He's only, like, he does 18 games a year. So he's calling almost one game every weekend. But chances are he's not doing them. Because they show three fucking games a week, do they, nine? What is it? Thursday, Friday. Thursday, Friday, Sunday. Sunday. He's probably not doing them. It's Matt Thompson or someone else. And so you're just like, well, okay, no thanks. Fox Sports, I don't love their commentators as much. But they don't have ads, and they've got the better shows. They've got, like, their fucking dedicated lead It's channel. crispier. It it's looks way better. Crispier. It's just the production value. They throw there. more cash at it, Eddie. The, the production value's there, Tom. So I think Shane, if he knows... Well, look, he'll go where the cash is, Shane. But if he knows what's good for cricket, I think he'll go to Fox. He could be the Matty Johns of Fox. The Shane Keith Show. Yes, Eddie. Wouldn't that be a sight for sore eyes? Because he's... Hey, both had both had ill-fated evening talk shows. Maddie John's show on Channel 7 sucked ass. And then Shane Warren had a talk show on Channel 9. Also sucked ass. Oh, I then like that. Then they come that. to Fox. The Shane Keith Show. It's got to be called The Shane Keith Show. Oh, that's so good. SKS. People need to start trying to... Get behind that. Ah, uh, we we're getting behind it. Well, we are. We're we're officially behind it. A league, Eddie. Not something we get around all that much. Uh, now I do notice that you're on your phone right now, and we're in the middle of talking A league. I realise the A league can be boring for many people, but put your goddamn phone down. Now, there's one thing that maybe you wouldn't expect, and that would be the terms "greatest goal of all time" and A league to come in the same sentence. Riley McGree of the Newcastle Jets. Household well, of, name, well, Riley. well, of Newcastle Jets fame. We Tom. all know Riley McGree, punters and dribblers. Well, of A-League fame, really. 19-year-old A-League superstar. Yeah. Has pulled off one of the more improbable goals you've ever seen. Well, it's audacious. Sp- scorpion kick. I'd never heard of a scorpion kick before that goal. I'd Hadn't never you? heard of it. Never no. heard of it. Ronald Denio used to be... They, that word scorpion goal used to be in and around that... That, that era. Know, t- 2002-ish. That that early for Edgar David days, Rude Van Nistelrooy. Yeah, those days, baby. They were the good days. I mean, that Scorpion kick. Camp. The Scorpion kicks is old. Roberto Carlos. Yes, Roberto. The great Roberto. Yeah, right. So, I mean, it's it's not new, the Scorpion kick. Well, of course it's not the first time it's ever been But it's done. rare, Tom. It's a rare goal. It's rare. I tell you, and, and the A-League, wow, what a comp. Hey, what a season it's been. Grand well, final what a, this well I mean, we've got the grand final this weekend. We've got the Jets. We've got the victory. Um, two really deserving teams, Tom. Absolutely. We've we've cleared the weekend for it. I mean, the A-League's had it all. Oh, really, the A-League's had it all. Anyway, good luck to all teams. Well, we, look, good luck to all teams and, and good luck to, to the winner and may the winner be, be crowned. Be crowned and be gracious. And, and be gracious under pressure yeah. and, 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 you know. And, brave and, in victory. Brave in victory. Defeat. Yeah. And, and, and may he celebrate his, 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 his victories victory. and, and his achievements. Yeah, and, maybe, and, maybe like get a new A-League trophy while we're at it just because it's stu- at the toilet seat. I would say... That it's the I would say it's I would say it's the ugliest trophy in world sport. Mm. Certainly that I've seen with my own eyes. 
I think it could be very close to the ugliest trophy in world sport. And it, and you know what it, you know what it reeks of. It's it's like it's like when you get when you get an engagement ring, right? Which neither of us have received yet. No, but like if you were going to get an engagement get one, ring, you? Yes. you know, like the World Cup would be like. You'd look at that thing and go, holy fuck. Oh, that's fuck. a fucking diamond. Is that a million carrots or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shit you'd look at carrots. the Bledisloe and you'd go, fuck me, that's a lucky woman. That's a, yeah, that's, that's a, a lucky woman. You go and look at Bill. You, you know what I mean? You go look at the World Cup. Bill, you go, oh, fuck. holy shit. That's, a, that's two billion carrots. <laughs> so many it's carrots. So dude. many carrots. I mean, I couldn't, you couldn't eat that many no, carrots in a lifetime. Mate, Bugs Bunny couldn't dream of that many he carrots. He couldn't get through that many carrots <laughs> if he had a fucking millennium, mate. You know what I mean? That many carrots. That's what Bill is. I mean, just gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. Stunning. And then I look at the toilet seat and I just think to myself, that's not even $500. No, no, it's not a trophy. It's not even, it's not even, it's not even the top of a carrot. No, it's not a carrot. It's not even the, the green part at it's the end. It's a turnip. It's, it's a, a fucking turnip. Posing. As it's, the carrot. It's, you, it, you haven't even painted it properly. You no, haven't even painted it orange. No. You've only painted one side of it. It's a lazy poor man's carrot, and it makes you just want to shit. It, it makes you want to throw up. So, I mean, look, that's probably the reason that... How hard is it to just mount that on something, though? How hard is it just to mount that toilet Don't mount something? it. Don't mount it. Don't... don't throw it out. <laughs> Just get it Throw it out. Like how- Why, oh, that's what I want to know. When you're designing trophies or getting trophies made, how do you not just say to the fucking jeweler or the trophy man, maker man, whoever he makes, whoever he is, or why she don't you is. just show him? Or she is sure. Twenty eighteen. Sure. Why don't you just show them the Bledisloe and the World Cup and you know the, all these gorgeous the trophies? FIFA World Cup. Or maybe maybe the Wimbledon trophy, the Wimbledon or maybe trophy. or maybe Roland Garros, or fucking yeah, you know what I mean. Any- or maybe, or dare I say, the claret jug in the open. Yeah. Yeah, show them all them show, and say, make a new one. Just make something like this. Like, make some fucking dope. Yeah. It, 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 it rattles me, Tom. It but actually also, rattles I me. I just can't imagine any young boy in Australia growing up just like desiring to one day hold that thing. No. No. There's, there's no incentive there. One day I want to get a hold of that toilet seat. And just lift it above my head as the A-League champions. Mate, I mean, do you, let's just say, for argument's sake, Newcastle win it. I mean, they're not taking that around the schools. They're not getting a, in a ticker tape parade and holding that thing up, are, are they? Are you telling me that kids are going are gonna to want to hold that thing? No. No way. But if you got a big fucker, big slow looking thing. Something you can yes, lift above and then drink then, out of. But then Wait, you, you can't even drink out of it. Then you're going to get the crowds back, Tom. If you if you're lifting something of merit of substance, something with full of carrots, then you got to bring the crowds back, and you're not going to see four thousand at a semi final. Eddie, I had uh, when I was a young tucker. I think I was twelve years old in uh, year six. Uh, Bill and the Bledisloe yeah, came around. We've to my talked school. about this. We've talked about it. It's the greatest day of your young life. That's it. Never forgot it. Got photos with it somewhere at my mum's house. This fucking toilet seat. It's a nightmare it's, for young punters an and dribblers. It's an absolute nightmare. It's, a, it's a nightmare it, for the young punters. Kids have got to be cancelled after. They don't know what they've just seen. Well, it's scary. It's confronting for a young child, a young buck growing up in this in this world time. And he's going, what's this? 
uh, this is the A-League trophy. Well, that's not a trophy, though. No. Well, no, it is. Well, no, sir, that's a metal toilet seat. No, no, no. No, that's a, that's a trophy. That's a traumatising event for a young child, to be told one thing but know another. I know it's not a trophy, yet I'm being told by adults that I look up to and respect that it is indeed a trophy. Who's to know what sort of knock-on effect that can have on a young boy's life? And I think we're done for the week. I think that's us. I've, uh, I've enjoyed myself again, Tom. I've had a great time. Always have a good time. Always enjoy myself in your Always company. Always so. good. Um, and to the punter and dribbler, you know, we'll, uh, we'll talk next week. We'll talk next week. Hello Sport uh, Podcast on Instagram. Yep. By all means, head over there. Also, head to Apple Podcasts, Acast, wherever you get your podcasts. Like, subscribe, five stars. Yep. I mean, it's pretty easy. It's pretty easy. Um, um, but that's us. That's us. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Hi, I'm Tom Goodcamp from Stax Goodcamp. I truly hope you'll never need to call me. However, the sad fact is that accidents happen. People get injured. Should this happen to you, you'll need us on your side. From the moment you call, we'll be there for you to take away all your fears and concerns and to work tirelessly and compassionately to get you the compensation you deserve. So if you've been injured at work or on the road, call me on 1800 25 1800 and get Stacks Good Camp on your side.